Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, bless everybody. I'm your host of OPP, Corey Cambridge. And before we get started with this amazing episode, I want to tell you about my other show, Silent Giants. Silent Giants is a podcast that highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. Ever wondered who made the MTV logo? Did you know the person who wrote Earth, Wind & Fire's hit song September? Also wrote the theme song for the hit 90s TV show Friends? On Silent Giants, we learn more about these amazing people and dig deep to learn more about their most famous works. Be sure to check out Silent Giants on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Now, let me introduce you to our special guest of OPP. I'm Kate Walsh. And I'm Michelle Santucci. And we are your Draft Queens on OPP. God bless everybody and welcome back to another episode of OPP, Other People's Podcasts is America's number one podcast discovery platform that highlights your favorite podcasters and the dope shows they created. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. My special guests this episode are my dear friends, Michelle Santucci and Kate Walsh, host of the amazing podcast, Draft Queens. On Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle tackle fantasy football, the biggest sports headlines of the week, talk upcoming matchups, and make sense of all things going on in the wild world of sports. In this interview, I get to sit down with the Draft Queens and talk about all things sports. We get to learn more about them as individuals. Kate and I break down our collegiate sports rivalry between our alma mater, University of Richmond, and my VCU Rams. Michelle and I get to go back and forth about the current state of college athletics and if student-athletes should be paid. We get their podcasters' picks. And of course, we chat about their dope show, Draft Queens. So, on to my interview with Michelle and Kate. Yo, what up, yo? How you doing, Draft Queens? Woo, the Draft Queens! So much better now. Ooh, wait, that sounds fun. No one's ever, like, actually, like, straight up called us that. That's true. Oh, word? I think that this is, like, the first time we've been addressed as the draft queens i kind of love it That's yo really cool. it's hella fly it feels right <laughs> it feels right <laughs> i dig it we usually call ourselves the draft queens it's way better when someone else calls you well, the draft queens. Well, yeah well uh, now that you have the draft queens in the boat let me call you by your names what's up kate what's up michelle how you hey, doing how's hey, it going Corey? Corey? yo everything's amazing first of all thank y'all so much for just rocking with me today it's been a crazy day it's been a very stressful day but y'all have been very cool and I really appreciate it. We try. We have this. Seat. You're cool. You don't try. You do. We do. You we guys. Do. You guys are doing. <laughs> so wait, hold on. So I noticed today that you sent me an email because yes. you shouted out my area code eight hundred four. Yes, eight hundred four, Richmond. You're you from were, Richmond. I'm born and raised in Richmond. You went to U of R. I went to U of R. I am a spider. You're a Go spider. spiders. Every caught time up I... in the web. Mood to change. Oh no! <laughs> caught up in the web. Caught up in the web. <laughs> wow. Oh yes. Oh wow. boy. Quote that. <laughs> There are people at Richmond right now rolling. <laughs> up in the web. Okay, all right. So, Michelle, I'm going to fill you in. VC- I went to VCU. Did you? Yeah, I went to VCU. Oh. Is that an excite? Are you excited about that? I don't know if this is, is this like a rivalry thing or no? I'll okay, let- I'm going to let Corey tell us. Oh, okay. Very similar to Duke 
and UNC. Ah, okay. You have have kids from in-state, like the, the, the cool school in state in North Carolina will be UNC. But then right up the road, I'm talking 15 minutes, you have Duke. Okay. Now, Duke is, a, is the private school. Right. More expensive, probably like $50,000, $60,000 a year. And a lot of kids from inside of North Carolina don't go there. Uh-huh. So, the, oh, yep. So if you go, if you're living, if you're from North Carolina, you're going to go kick it at UNC just to kick it because it's, it's a place to go chill. Okay. But you're not just going to run through Duke. This and makes just, sense. And just okay. go hang. This makes sense. And that's kind of the rivalry that exists between VCU and U of R. Kate, can, can you... I, I can attest to this. Attest to this? Okay. I can attest to this, yeah. <laughs> How was your experience at U of R? It was wonderful. It, I think that that rings really true, that analogy, yeah. to be honest with well, you. Yeah. I, well, we would go down downtown in Richmond. Like That was where the cool... Everything happened. Where, like, where, where did you go? Because I also feel like I didn't see a lot of U of R folks in Richmond. So, I don't know where y'all were hanging at. I think like With the senior spiders. year when you're trying. Yeah. Y'all were caught in the web. <laughs> I mean, you were definitely you were caught in the web. So caught, caught, in, caught in the, the web. The fact that you shouted God. out being a spider is just very strange. You to have me. to just like, but you know what? You have to own it. If you're the spiders, like it is what it is. It's embarrassing. I mean, but I was so, no, no, but people it, are scared of spiders. Great mascot. Oh, okay, yes, from that standpoint. <laughs> I was a red. I was a red fox. Aren't they scary? Oh my wait, gosh, were you now? Red, They're cute and freaking funny. What university is that? Marist in upstate New York. Shouts out to Poughkeepsie. The Red Fox. The Red Fox. Horrifying, right? Well, first of all, like the comedian Red Fox. I, you, if you could have seen like our mascot at the shows, like he was, he was a stuffed animal. Well, it was cute and fluffy. Were were sports even a thing there? Barely. Yeah, barely. See, VCU though had an excellent basketball program when I was just there. basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had no football team. Bas- oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, no football team, but just basketball, well, which was tight though. Basketball program was great. I loved going to our basketball games. That was my favorite thing to do, at least when I would go down to VCU or you guys would come. Did, you guys had like a stadium downtown, right? See, see that's what you of our people say. You right? guys had like a, you know, <laughs> really big stadium, like right in the center of downtown, right? We used to have one my freshman <laughs> year. We had like, you were like so a football U of our. That was a U of our line oh, right there. Oh God, okay, all right. <laughs> That was yeah, so yeah, yeah. U of R. That view. sounds right. That sounds right. Are y'all always sports fans? Since always. When did you first fall in love with sports, Michelle? Oh my god, I don't even know. I I have like memories of like my parents playing like bar league softball and all, oh, wow. and like being at those games. And I I mean I don't really remember this, but my mom always tells me about it, and it's a great story about me. So you know, but <laughs> but I would go to those and like be the kid that would like pick up the bat and be able to hit it, or pick up the ball and know how to throw it without anyone like really teaching me how to do it. So I, from you're a prodigy. I'm a prodigy, basically. Like yeah. LeBron. I am a prodigy, basically. <laughs> So, you know, when you're just, when you're naturally talented, then you just love sports. All right. What are your football teams? Tennessee Titans. New England Patriots. Okay. I know. I know. I know. See, everyone. Come on. I know. I know. That- guys. <laughs> guys. Well, who, who's your football team? Yeah, who's your football team? Worse than the Patriots, actually. We're, we're racist and we're sorry. Oh, no. You know what team it is. Who? Washington Redskins. Oh, I knew it. Oh, no. I knew and, it. And, 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 it's, it's shameful. And we're sorry. Yeah. Like, if, if you're going to... To be racist is just bad. It's, it's just... It, fact. It hurts. True. I, yeah. I, I went into a uh, um, a sports bar. Actually, no. It was a bar in my neighborhood and I had on a, a Redskins uh, hoodie. And the woman who was serving me, the bartender, she goes, your shirt really offends me. Oh, wow. And she pulls out like her Native American card <gasps> and everything. And I was like... I listen. I took it off in the bar. Like I'm sorry. I was like, "Yo, my bad." Like I'm not worn any Washington gear since that moment. I mean, they should just fundamentally change that. Mm-hmm. Oh, first of all, 
what the last game we played, uh, well, we beat the Dolphins this past week. Everybody beats the Dolphins, Corey. So everyone beats us. And the, <laughs> and the optics of the New England Patriots beating the Washington Redskins, and like the optics of that, was yeah. just like, oh, this oh is, no, come on, yeah, <laughs> come, come on. on, come on, come seriously. On but why Patriots? Why? Uh, the, I married a Patriot fan. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. My family grew up a big, big baseball family. So I'm like Yankee fan till I die forever. Football just wasn't a big thing in our family. So I didn't grow up with a team. I didn't care if it was the Jets or the Giants. I totally hopped on the Cowboys bandwagon because... They always won when I was a kid, oh, no. but I didn't have a team. Yeah. So then, then, I'm with you there. then I met my hu- now husband, and he's a big Patriots fan. So like, you you know what team I really care about? I mean, wh- my fantasy football team. I mean, yes. That's all I really care about. I, I guess so. It's it's kind of like being you know marrying into millions type of thing. <laughs> I it's, wish that, I married that, into millions. What, that, that's what I just like, married a Patriot fan. Right, but that's what it's like being <laughs> sports-wise. <laughs> marrying into millions is yes. marrying into a Patriots household. So everyone is always very confused that I'm like a diehard Yankee fan and a Patriot fan. They're like, you realize that makes no sense. I'm like, no, I get it, but also I'm a prodigy and I really like teams that win. Yeah, it so. does feel like supporting the evil empire a little bit, though. Well, but that's what people say about the Yankees, too. So that's, I, that's like where I sit. I just, you know, it's across the board. Yeah. You yeah. know, Robert Kraft has made me like them a little more. <laughs> like him, him, him chilling with Meek. <laughs> that Meek, Robert Kraft. That was me. amazing. That was truly The brain amazing. trust of Kraft, Carter, and Meek is And he is was out there for a while, too. Right. Yeah. Like Kraft dancing on stage. I was like, okay, he's like He's like okay. living his best life. He's kind of made okay. me kind of realize. Also, too, unfortunately, he had that scandal that took place. True. But it also let me know, man, you're human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's like a human. They, I think the Patriots have this image of being so perfect. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, but hey, you know, it was like, you know what, man? I I get it, but you're human, right? And I appreciate that. Tom yeah. comes across too perfect. Tom is perfect. Tom, but Tom is perfect, man. Tom just spoken is perfect. like a true Patriots. He fan, is though. I'll tell I you mean, what. come on. Oh, man. He, I mean, look, listen. They're six and oh. zero. Like they counted them out. They counted him out. Like, is this the last year though? I don't know. No, I, it's I, never I don't think he knows year. how to stop. It's I don't think he knows how to year. stop. I can't wait till it's the last year. It's, I don't think he knows it, how to do it. it He's going to keep going. It can't happen. <laughs> Tom, to me, has had the most perfect life story. Right? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Married a supermodel, like, has beautiful kids, has won however many Super Bowl rings. Yeah, he's like the, like, there, there's archetypes like, I think Jay-Z has like the ultimate black man story. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Come from the projects yeah. and you just emerge. Right, right, And you right. get Beyonce. Right. You, become, get Beyonce. you become a billionaire, And then you right? almost lose Beyonce, but then you get her. You get her. But then you get her back. But then you get her back. You know what I mean? And yeah. then Tom's has had this like amazing like white guy trajectory where he has just been <laughs> unbelievable. From California, from an amazing state. You yeah. go to Michigan. You weren't the really. The Golden State, the Golden Boy. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Golden Boy. You weren't really a star. You know what I mean? Exactly. In, in college, you were, but you were a Michigan quarterback. Like, right. That's like being a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Right, right, for, right. For college sports. And then you go over to uh, uh, Boston. You know what I mean? And you go over to become a Patriots quarterback. And then because of an injury, you step in and you lead the Patriots to glory. For however long. It's true. And the rest is history. Plus. And my name yeah. is Tom Brady. And my name is Tom Brady. <laughs> That is the I gotta most say, true statement of all. At uh, least Tom fucking Brady. Brady. At least he doesn't. He's not doing like the Brett Favre thing. How's the, that? Like I'm gonna retire. No, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna retire. No, I'm gonna play. It's mm. like he he's just he's in it. He's just gonna keep playing. Is he the greatest of all time? Yeah. See, I disagree. Who who is? The greatest quarterback I've ever seen is Peyton Manning. Now, listen. The reason why that I don't consider him to be the Tom Brady be the greatest of all time is because okay. to me, Tom has had the most coddled perfect situation for him of all time yeah. you have the best owner 
True. In sports. You had the same coach. Also true. Yeah. Okay. Now imagine, remember that year in 2011 when Tom got hurt yep. uh, against Cincinnati Bengals in the first game of the yeah, season? Yeah, that was horrible. I can't I think about watching that. Oh, it was so painful. It was painful. It was horrible. But you still went 11 and 5. True. And you went 11 and 5 and you had Matt Castle who hadn't started a game uh, since high school. Oh, yeah. That's right. And That's you right. go 11 and 5. I forgot about that. Take someone like Peyton Manning when he gets hurt, doesn't win a game. It's over. It. And right. they get Andrew Luck the next year. Right, that's true. And then he goes to Denver. Yep. Oh my God, that's right. And then he started doing nationwide commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DraftKings. I want to get your opinion on on this topic in sports that's kind of taking over um, the the landscape of sports, the NCAA, and players being allowed to mm. be paid. How do you guys feel about about this? Oh, I I've had this argument a few times, and I just. I, it's it's a real double edged sword. Like and, and I've had it like explained to me a few times too, because I didn't really understand sort of how much profit some of these colleges were making off the name and likeness of these players. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, originally I was, you know, I was very much like, okay, well, these 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 guys are getting a free ride to college, and most of these colleges are very expensive schools. You are. You know, like, you know, expensive, <laughs> expensive <laughs> schools. <Mike Wyatt>. <laughs> <laughs> like, but a free ride to college is is that's a big deal. Now, like, do I understand the fact that these schools are making tenfold off of some of these players? Yes. Do I think that's fair? Uh, yes and no. I, I think for me, it's like a case by case scenario. Like who, who is it? How much money, money are we talking? Also, what's that person doing off the court? Like this is the thing that also kind of gets me a little riled up is like you get a free ride, you're a big basketball star or whatever, but you, you don't go to class. You don't do any of that kind of stuff. Like, y- you know, you're, you're being afforded this money to go to the school and this right to go to this school. And yes, you're playing basketball and that's a big piece of it. But also, are you going to school? Because that's kind of part of it too. So to me, I think it's very case by case. Like who is the player? How much money are we talking? What is their kind of like off the court, you know, sort of stance at the school as well? Okay. Uh, You know what I mean? Like it's a little case by case for me, I think. Well, do they have, do they have a, any sort of like a, NCAA salary cap for any of this stuff or like how much money they're actually making? Like, how does that work? No. So from my understanding that the NCAA, the NCAA doesn't have to, it's not a battle with this, the new legislation that's being passed through Congress and you know, that yeah. passed through California. It's not a matter of what the NCAA will pay, but right. it's the right for the player to make money right. in general. Right. Right. And so, they don't, they don't right now. Right. Correct. Which, which I think is, I think there's a, and I think it speaks to just like where we are maybe on a, on a, as a country, as it's more of a, where we are as a country issue. Yeah. And I think this is a, a, a reflection of that, the different takes that people have on it. Because yeah. I think if you look at historically, they're making a lot of money off the backs of free labor. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so on the issue of like, what is, if, if someone told me is, for example, we're in this co-working space right now. Right. Yeah. I'm using this co-working space. Corey, if you advertise and, and advertise us on your podcast, we give you free space. Yeah, but it's not actually costing you actual money mm-hmm. right. to have me here. Right. Sure. Right? So for, for, by which how much money these the, the, the athletic programs are making, 
you, you know, you're, just, you're not actually giving me cash money to go pay my tuition per se. Right, yeah. that's true. You that's know? true. You can just plot me in a class. But say, you are taking cash money from my name and using it. Yeah. And you, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough question. It's a tough question for sure. And also because some of these kids, I would assume, with getting a free ride, I mean, they're going to school for free. So it's kind of like, what's the quid pro quo? Is there a quid pro quo? I don't know. Like, yeah. Should they be making money because they're working? Like a lot of people just think like these kids are. Oh, oh it's, it's work. They're working. Oh yeah, I yeah. know. Oh, it I'm is. Just, I think. I think what I was getting at in the is the like the off yeah. court part of it, and and it's tough, right? Because you get that free ride. It doesn't mean you're going to the NBA and you're ever going to make money from mm-hmm. this, right? Right. It yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't mean that. So if you are at the top of your game in college and they are making money off of you, mm-hmm. should you at least get to see some of that money? Because what's your odds that you're going to go to the NBA and that's going to be your job forever? Uh, Draft Queens, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get to your show. Draft Queens. Do Yay. it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey. So tell me about the origins of, of DraftWings. Uh, this is you. That, this is I, your I, little brainchild. I will take that one. So I, in a former life, I've worked in documentary film and long form content for a long time. I've been a producer for a decade and I've worked in the space for a long time. So there's a lot of ideas rattling around in the brain. But in terms of the shows you actually start, there's just so few. So I feel like I've been especially picky about at some point, if I were to host a show, what would that show be? And there's a bunch of things we're into. I mean, we both work in the music business, and but we're both big sports fans. So at the end of the day, it just sort of came down to what do I feel like we could speak authoritatively to? And what's a passion? Like, what's a real passion that we don't work day in and day out? So while music is a passion, like you can only do so much talking about music when you work in the industry, right? Right. right. So I think the idea of Draft Queens to bring it full circle is we've tossed around a lot of ideas of things to work on with or without us as hosts. And just one day, like, was feeling particularly inspired. This wasn't an idea that transpired over a long period of time. This was over, like, I think I was actually, like, on vacation. Mm -hmm. And now, through the course of our friendship, you've had a lot of podcast ideas, and none of them you've actually, like, moved on. Yeah. And I'm always the one being like, what about that? Kate, why aren't you doing this? This is a great idea. And then this one... She was, you know, I think I was on vacation. Yeah. You were, you know, you were texting you were. me about you were a it. captive audience. And I was very much like yesing her. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I was thinking this is going to go down that Kate route of like, great. It is a great idea, but she's not going to do it. Yeah. She's, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. T- great idea. I really, I was like, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I it, came back from vacation. This girl had artwork. She had our feed set up. She had a, she had a document. And I was like, oh, you're, you're in on this one. Well, yes. it's a feeling, right? right? It's a feeling when, when you have an idea that you, there are lots of ideas that feel really good, but when you have one that you can execute on tomorrow, you're with like one of my best friends, like every single week. And we're doing this for a couple hours every week. That's the kind of 
ones you should do, the ones you can wake up and just like feel empowered to work on every day. Well, and it, w- it really was a no brainer. Like as you were yeah. saying it to me, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Catchy name. Totally get it. You and I talk about sports and go watch sports all the time anyway. So it's yeah. not like that much of a brain buster for us. But as we were scrolling through a lot of the other sports podcasts out there, you know, 96% of them are like male fronted. So, you know, it it was just, again, it was like, there's a gap here. There's a clear gap here. I listen to a lot of those sports podcasts. They have a very different tone than I think we are going after. And and honestly, in my listenership to these, some of these other ones, I stopped listening because they just drive me crazy because of the tonality of them. So like our kind of chemistry that we already had, the fact that like, guess what? It's not all, it's not all scripted. We don't know everything. We're looking up shit as we're figuring it out and talking through it. Like that's how most normal conversations happen. Yeah. So there just was this gap and it made sense. And women should talk more about sports. Like it's not just a man thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like I find myself talking with my male friends more often about sports. Right. But that's just not the playing field that we're dealing with too. There are so many women out there who love fantasy, who love all sorts of sports, who are diehard Yankees fans because they grew up in Tri-State and the Yankees were amazing in the thousands or the Nets or whoever and like have the seed for loving sports. But sometimes it's hard to talk to other women and I'm generalizing but other women about sports because a lot of women don't give a shit it's just more male dominated so to Michelle's point there was just like a gaping gap in the market too and yeah I remember the day we were scrolling through Spotify and Apple podcast feeds and looking at the top 50s and there was one female host in the top 50 on both platforms. And we were like, oh my God, like this is a, this is, this is it. We have to fill that gap. It just, it appeals to multiple types of people. Like it, it definitely, I, I like to think that, I mean, and I've had this feedback already. Like a lot of our male friends listen to it because it's a different way of listening about sports. It's not like, we're not like deep in the numbers. I'm not talking about betting lines. Like Mm. we're just giving the information in a little bit of color. I actually even had one of my close, like a good friend who her husband is a huge sports fan and she like cares, but doesn't care. And she listened to the podcast and she's like, Oh, well now I can talk to him. And I have like at least some other things that I can connect with. Like I'm not deep in the weeds on it, but now you have a little bit of info on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fun. Now, now I'm sure the listener probably has an idea of obviously what draft Queens is about, but can you give me a elevator pitch to the listener of what to expect on draft Queens in an episode? We are just two gals trying to make sports more awesome for everybody. There we go. I think this is the perfect elevator pitch. It really is. Like it's a general conversation about sports. We're going to give you the top line. We'll give you some of our input and our thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Plus, we're just funny. You, yeah. You, yeah, that you are. But you, you know what? You know what I like too about the show. Please tell us. I find it. So let's say in life, people hang out with people or do business with people that are very similar to them. Now I find, let's say for instance, you come from you know, the other side of the tracks and somewhere that you're meeting with. Let's say you're in a job interview, right? The person may not come from where you come from. They, or probably more than likely they don't come from where you come mm-hmm. from or may come from a different culture. Yeah. Sports is one of those things that has the ability to unite us, mm-hmm. right? So I think that for people who are, let's say you're not a, a true diehard sports fan, the fact that you can listen to something, get a di- digestible news, yep. but 
it also allows you in your daily life to connect with other people via conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's really what it's about. Like there's so much in the sports world. I mean, there's so much going on in everything in the world. But if you can just grab a few useful tips or names yeah. or thoughts from, you know, listening to the show. And then like you said, you take that out into the real world. And now that just sparks additional conversation, maybe with someone that you wouldn't have had a conversation yeah. with yeah. before. It's a good way to put it, Corey, I think, because I also sometimes think about like water cooler talk. What do you talk? Exactly. What do you talk to that person sports about? Sports is always a water cooler sports talk, Sports is right? always the best. That's the water cooler talk. So perfect way to connect with those people that you're talking about. And Anybody. Yeah. And, and it's way safer than politics. Way safer. <laughs> way safer. Like, you can actually sure. make friends. You hate LeBron, but I still love you. Exactly. I, there's still so much love here. <laughs> Uh, so uh, also too, I, I wanted to ask uh, from you guys being behind the scenes in the world of the music industry, uh, what has your experience been like uh, uh, stepping in front and being vocal talent and being frontal talent? Uh, how's that transition been for you? Oh man, I realize how much I love to talk. <laughs> I think everyone would tell you that I love to talk, but like, I don't know, it just comes like naturally, especially about stuff that we're passionate and excited about. So I, it, it's, it's been an easy transition, if you will. I like it. I, it's it's fun for me. I think I think the bigger transition will probably come when we're not in a room with like two close friends. You know, like when we're if there are live shows coming up, when there's talent in the room, yeah. which we have a ton of talent booked for the next month or two going into the end of 2009. We have some ex NFL players coming on the show. We've got a few sportscasters coming yep. on the show. So. I think that's maybe when it'll feel a little different. Yeah. Right now, it's a conversation between friends. And sure, is it weird as a producer to hear my own voice on my headphones when I'm editing? Yeah, it's a little odd to be on the other side. But I think where it may be a little bit different is when we start bringing other people into the fold. Totally. Because it's just the beginning, really. With my background in music, mm -hmm. um, when I write a song, I want people to walk away with a particular message or a particular mm -hmm. feeling. And I kind of carry that same thing with me in the world of podcasting. Like through mm -hmm. my podcast, I want you to walk away with something. Uh, what do you want the audience to walk away with from Draft Queens? We touched on a, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But having not just women to be clear it's Absolutely, not just yeah women. this is not geared for just women no and, and it doesn't it does not feel like a show right like for the women right. it feels like exactly. a great show we were there was a very deliberate conversation that we had about that because that you didn't want it to be like a women know nothing about sports so you should listen to this podcast mm -hmm. like no 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 not, not the case all. like it's it's it is a conversation about sports and in fact to your question about what do we want people to walk away with? I think we want people to walk away with the opposite feeling. Like it's not a show like here you go, women, you don't know anything about sports. It's like you're part of this community. Sports is a community yep. and everyone should feel involved and everyone should feel like they have a way they can talk to people who are part of that world. I mean, it's kind of like you said about what the NBA is doing, but I think it's true across all sports is like sports is it's culturally relevant year round mm. everywhere. Right. Like it's not just the things that we're used to and then the, the, the leagues that we watch like in the U.S., but like there's European soccer leagues. There'll be Olympics. There's like there's always something culturally relevant happening in the world of sports or athletics or whatever. So it, I think if I want people to walk away, just kind of like knowing what's going on and forming an opinion and, you know, hopefully just bringing that opinion or talking to someone else about it. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. 
Draft Queens, we are at a point in our show called Our Podcasters Picks, where I ask today's guests uh, to give me your top three favorite podcasts that you love that we should be listening to and describe them to the audience. Awesome. So I'm going to start with Kate and then we'll move to Michelle. Cool. Kate, yeah. what are your top three favorite podcasts and describe them to me? So one of my favorite shows, and these women are fantastic podcasters and actually part of the equation in trying to model draft queens off of a similar vibe. But I'm a big fan of Chicks in the Office. It's a barstool podcast. It's two women who, if you're a pop culture fan, it is really fun to hear like young 20-somethings talk about pop culture. And they span everything, you know, whether you're a pop culture fan, sometimes they talk about sports, whether it's like Danny Amendola dating that whoever in dating like South not, Beach. Dating and, <laughs> yeah, and whoever. not dating South Beach, who <laughs> yeah. knows, but dating, dating everyone. Not dating. Yeah, that everyone, was yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that, like, that show is fantastic and they just have like such a great chemistry in the room. It's two women just shooting the shit and I love that show. I'm a really big fan of Chicks in the Office. Okay. What else am I listening to? Are you listening to anything, Michelle? Do you want to go back and forth? Oh, you want to go back and forth? Ooh, yeah. This, All is, right. this is good. Do well, you have one? I have one. Okay. And we know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to shout out my friend Cole Kushner yes. on Dissect. That's a yes. great one. I was lucky enough to work with him on that show. I just, uh, as a music lover, it's an easy, easy listen, but he's so... For those of you that don't know, you know, uh, Dissect is a show where uh, one album is chosen per season and then each episode sort of talks song by song in a very like analytical, you know, music analysis type way, which again, right up my alley, but he's just so thoughtful about it and he has a... um, he has a background in music theory. So it's not just a, let me read the lyrics to you and tell you what this means. It's like very, very specific. And he breaks it down in some really interesting ways. He just dropped the fifth season. So cheers to him. Cause five, five seasons is incredible. And then he's uh, going back full circle and doing Kendrick Lamar damn right now. So like whether you're a Kendrick fan or not, he makes it very interesting and listenable. You get like a history lesson. You learn about music theory. You learn about the record dissect great show that's a great show great show it's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) and then a third one well i'm gonna make this plug and you guys are gonna laugh at me because we've talked enough about the titans but it's an excellent piece of journalism um it's called fall of a titan and it's the Steve McNair podcast by Sports Illustrated. Great that's podcast. your boy. That's your boy. That's your in- that was your entryway to Titanism. Yeah, I mean, between Steve McNair and Eddie George, I mean, they are the legends, my heroes, and I mean, I love Eddie George so much. But the story of Steve McNair, and I mean, yeah. I don't think any of us will forget his untimely uh, murder. Allegedly, listen to the podcast, but it's sort of just a retelling rather than an investigation, but a retelling and a re-examination of what actually happened, going back, doing a little extra research and talking to a few extra people that maybe we haven't heard their perspective before. But I love that podcast. I think Sports Illustrated did such an excellent job. And uh, Draft Queens, before we get out of here, why do you podcast? And I'm going to start with Michelle, and then we'll go to Kate. Why do I podcast? Why do you podcast? Because I, I can't stop talking. <laughs> Mostly because of Kate, but also because I like really can't stop myself from talking so much. This is just a way for me to channel all of my talking 
in hopefully somewhat of a, you know, beneficial, fun, exciting way. I do. I just like have a lot to say. So it's really, it's fun to find a way to channel that in a meaningful, creative way. Yeah. And I would say to build on that, uh, mostly because of me, (laughs) but to build on that, like we said earlier, like to give a voice to people who maybe want to talk about sports or join a community and it gives us a medium to do it too. It gives us a forum to speak our mind on a couple subjects yep. and, you know, get it off our chest. Maybe we don't know who to talk to. And so we're talking to all of you type thing. So being able to have a voice as draft queens. Yeah. Yo, Draft Queens, thank y'all so much for coming by OPP today. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, I'm a Mark. genuine, really, really big fan of the show. And I love the structure and the music and everything. And, and you guys are just awesome. I don't think it's, and you guys are amazing hosts. Draft Queens, we out. Pod bless. Pod bless, Corey. I love that. Thank you all so much for checking out another episode of OPP and to the hosts of Draft Queens, Michelle Santucci and Kate Walsh. Be sure to check out Draft Queens on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. This episode was mixed by Bradley Naiman. Music for this episode was produced by Richie Quake. And are you down with OPP? If so, be sure to leave us a five-star rating in the Apple app and let me know your favorite podcaster's picks in the review section. Lastly, before we get out of here, be sure to check out my other show, Silent Giants which highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. You can find Silent Giants on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Pod bless y'all. Till next time. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.